let's talk a little bit about City Hall red tape and, and getting permission to build a home or perhaps a larger scale uh, development. It's always uh, an issue and concern. It's constantly discussed and it was uh, played an integral role in the last civic election here in Vancouver. Even last week, um, Cormondale Properties uh, was seeking uh, creditor protection. That's a major property developer at 16 properties, um, but is now seeking creditor protection. It was $700 million. And the Vancouver Sun reported that as part of their uh, petition, there was a complaint that its financial difficulties also stem in part from Vancouver's complex, expensive, and slow process for developing real estate. It also went on to say that it takes years just to complete land assemblies for the larger projects and that the planning process, including rezonings and development applications, also can take many years. Now, it's not the only reason uh, that property uh, that uh, the property owner is uh, dealing with some financial challenges, but it's part of the reason. Well, today, uh, the staff at the City of Vancouver updated the city councillors in regards to their permitting and, and licensing and some of the challenges that are there. Joining us now is Vancouver City Councillor Peter Meisner. Peter, thank you for joining us today. Good afternoon, Jazz. Thanks for having me Good on. afternoon. Walk me through, what did you learn? What did the staff say in regards to improving the system? Yeah, so we had a great update from uh, staff uh, at uh, Council this morning around uh, the permitting. Uh, It's really a digital transformation process to expedite and streamline the permitting process. So there's now a new uh, website called uh, ePlan, and that's going to allow people to apply for, uh, pay for, and receive their building permits electronically. Uh, So that's going to be plans for uh, houses, duplexes, laneway homes, townhouses, uh, a lot of those missing middle uh, options that we really need here in Vancouver are going to be able to be checked over in as little as two and a half weeks. And that's going to save nine weeks in that process. So um, staff have heard us loud and clear that uh, we need to resolve this issue with uh, the long and arduous permitting process and development and uh, rezoning application process. And, and they're they're working hard on it. So uh, just walk, I want to make sure I get these numbers right. So right now you're saying it takes about nine weeks to do it the old-fashioned way. Do you, do you show up at the front counter there and, and it's processed in that, in that way? Yeah, it's actually a bit longer than that. So we're going to save nine weeks. So it's going to take two and a half weeks, as little as two and a half weeks. And previously it was taking about 11 to 12 weeks. And that's for houses, duplexes, laneways, and townhouses. Obviously, uh, larger developments are, are taking longer than that. So in this case, if I'm building a single-family home and just wanted to, to put in my, my plans, uh, is that part of the process or it's separate? No, it's part of the process. So you'll be able to do that on ePlan, on the ePlan portal, all online. Um, and this is just at the, at the time for these smaller developments, uh, including you know, houses, duplexes, et cetera. Uh, but we are looking at, or staff is looking at, uh, what they can do to uh, digitize the process for larger developments, so is, condos, that sort of thing. Is something lost there? I mean, I, I'm all for efficiencies, but efficiencies also shouldn't cut corners. I mean, we have building inspectors, we have rules and laws and processes for a reason in regards to houses, houses being built safely, uh, respecting zoning rules and making sure uh, there it's done properly for the safety of the homeowner and, of course, uh, our neighborhoods. Is it, how do we know that something isn't lost here when you, you go from, as you say, 11, 12 weeks to two and a half weeks? Yeah, I, I, I understand the concern. Um, the review process internally hasn't really changed, but what this is going to do uh, is make the expectations for the application submission much more clear up front. So we're not having this thing where people are submitting applications, they're coming back because there's an issue with it, then they're submitting it again, it's maybe going to somebody else, and then it's coming back to the applicant again. So it's just going to streamline things uh, you know, by in, you know, ingesting that application digitally as opposed to person dealing with one or two or possibly three different planners over the course of the project. Are other municipalities doing this already? 
Yeah, we're looking at other uh, other cities that are facing similar challenges in terms of the just unprecedented volume of applications that Vancouver is receiving. For Broadway Plan, for example, uh, there's just uh, there, there's over 100 applications uh, that have been received, and uh, that's putting you know incredible strain on staff. So we need to find ways to streamline streamline this process. And ePlan is a start, but it's just it's just a start. Um, you know, during our campaign, we promised to get down to uh, three 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 one, so three days for home renovations, for example, three weeks for single family three months for multifamily and a year for high rises, which is now taking currently about, it can take up to six years right now. Um, so we need to get those numbers down. So this is just one of the first steps toward the, towards that, but it's significant. It's going to make a difference. Do you still need to hire more people? I mean, you can you can find efficiencies digitally, but at the end of the day, it's you're still reading plans, you're still analyzing, you're still questioning, uh, challenging assumptions made by developers, architects, all of those folks that are running these big projects. Is it still a question where you need more staff at the city city level? Yeah, you know, I asked that in council today, you know, what if we, um, you know, I've heard from developers uh, and, and builders uh, you know, who said, hey, we'd be happy to pay a little bit more in terms of permit fees if we knew that we would get this uh, process quicker. Um, but they're actually at a, a bit of a deficit right now in, in this department. They don't have enough staff. There's a huge labor shortage. There's been lots of turnover. So they are actually going out to post-secondary edu- um, institutions to gauge interest in, in some of the available positions. So they were at BCIT recently. They mentioned that during council today. Um, but there's actually a labor shortage in this area. So yes, I, I personally believe that we need more staff, but they can't even hire enough staff to staff it at uh, to fill all the vacancies that we have right now. Is City Hall open evenings and weekends uh, to, to deal with some of this? I'm just curious because that's part of the reason is it's, you know, folks are out busy building their present product projects and sometimes that nine to five work day doesn't actually fit into a lot of developers uh, day and project managers day. Is there any conversation or are you doing that already? Yeah, you know, I think that's a good point, Jazz. Um, there is a 311, so uh, applicants can call 311 and be connected to uh, a plan checker, essentially. Uh, there used to be a, a dedicated inquiry line for that, but that's now being uh, through 311. 311 is 24 hours, but the staff are not working on weekends or evenings. Uh, I think, you know, all options need to be on the table here. We have a housing crisis, and everyone acknowledges, acknowledges that this is a significant part of the problem. So I think, you know, it's worth looking at for sure. Do you think B- Vancouver's brand damages not- not the right right word, but um, I, I just think in regards to building in this city, there are some challenges. First of all, as you say, uh, dealing with streamlining some of this, um, the challenges before you at City Hall. And the other, uh, I guess, cultural challenge we have is that anybody trying to build anything is somehow is viewed as what's that term, profiteer, whatever that means. Uh, that, you know, people are risking their capital. They're building homes, whether it be a small mom and pop developer do, doing one single family home. Multi, multi-family or a big developer doing high-rises, but these folks are building homes. Um, culturally, have we somehow been vilifying developers and vilifying home builders, um, and, and which is impacting the broader brand of Vancouver? Yeah, Jess, I hear you. I mean, I think definitely in the past that, that has been the case. Uh, it's been the big bad developer um, you know, narrative. But, I mean, the fact is, and I think more and more people are realizing that we, we do need to build more homes. And, you know, most of us, me or you, you know, I don't have the skill set to, to build a house, right, um, or to build a multifamily building. And we're all pretty much living in buildings built by builders or, or large developers. So we need to work with those developers. Those developers are ready to build those homes. Um, they have lots of, uh, you know, applications in the queue, right, uh, you know, hundreds 
uh, of uh, rental units, many of them below market rentals. So we need to expedite those applications, uh, you know, because we have a vacancy uh, rate crisis. We have one of the lowest vacancy rates uh, in Canada. We have an affordability crisis. And a big part of that is the fact that it's so difficult to build here. So it's part. I think that narrative is shifting. And thankfully, uh, we have a council here that uh, understands uh, that industry needs is, you know, plays a big part in addressing this uh, this issue. So let, I just want to confirm the numbers from you once again. Three days for, is that single-family home? You're talking for the uh, for the new E-plan. Uh, E-plan, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's actually uh, two and a half weeks down, uh, cuts off about nine weeks off the process. But we are looking to get to three days for renovations and three weeks for single-family homes. That's our 3331 process we made during our election campaign. This is just a step towards that. We're not there yet, but uh, we're working hard on it. Staff's working hard on it. And one year for high-rises, the, the bigger high-rises. That's, that's what we're looking to get to. I mean, right now it can take up to six years. So you can imagine how much things can change in six years, whether that's labor costs, uh, labor shortages. There's all sorts of inflation interest rates, people's uh, uh, holding costs on pieces of land. Um, you referenced Cor- Coromandel's situation. And, uh, you know, the fact is, is if you're holding a, a very expensive piece of property for a long time, I mean, not too many developers can can handle that. These are, you know, ex- uh, huge expenses. How long will this take? Will this, in regards to your 333 three, and 1, is, is that a year away, two years away? Uh, we're hoping to get there within the next year or so. I mean, it's uh, it's a evolving situation. I can assure you that staff are working very hard on this. They understand what a high priority priority it is for us, and we're going to continue to keep uh, uh, keep pushing that work forward as as fast as possible. Peter, thanks for your time today. My pleasure, Jazz.